It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, next question, guys. And by the way, that's one of the big Who's the Bills' backup? Is it Blaine Gabbert? I looked it up in a second. I don't even know who their backup is. Uh, Next question. It's not Trubisky. No, I know it's not him. Was the Browns' defense actually that good this season? Or do we fool ourselves into thinking it was better than it was because of the teams they faced and the quarterbacks they faced? This is a very intriguing question. question. (laughs) That is very uh, masterminds. Uh... You won't. I went first the last time. <laughs> I, here's what I think. After, you don't want after, that. I count down. You don't guys, want that smoke. Here's what I think, and you tell me what you think. After, now that I've had another 24 hours to digest since we briefly talked about this yesterday. I think, listen, the Browns defense was terrible in the playoffs. We know. There's no excuse. It was terrible. Overall, I think the Browns have a good defense. I think we overrated their defense. I think I convinced myself that the the road was an anomaly based on certain factors in those games. And I ignored the fact that the greatness at home, there were factors to that too that made it better than it should be. Like the schedule. Yes. And, and the quarterbacks and, they played against. Right. Now, I don't think the Browns are the team. I don't think they're as good as the team that played at home, and they're definitely not as bad as the team that played <laughs> on the road. If I had to break the pie between the 50-50 – and say what side of the 50-50 are they on? I think they're I think they're on the 50-50 of the home side, but I I think this idea that the Browns are some all-time defense, some great defense, no, great defenses are consistent. Play great every week or almost every week. I agree. And they play great in the playoffs. The Ravens play great in the playoffs. The yeah. Giants play great in the playoffs. The Buccaneers play great in the playoffs. The Bears play great in the playoffs. Right. The Browns had one playoff game. And they weren't just okay. They were hideous. What? So no way you could call this defense great. I do think despite that loss, it's a good defense. I think it could be a good defense next year as well. <coughs> but uh, the, who's the six, it's not great. Who's the six teams they lost to away? Well, that includes the playoff game for the record. Yeah. I just want to hear the, I just want to hear the, the, end of the, regular I just want to hear the quarterbacks. They the lost, quarterbacks they lost to on the road. At Cincinnati. They backups. lost at Pittsburgh to Kenny Pickett. Yep. They lost at Seattle to Geno Smith. They lost at Denver to Russell Wilson. They lost at L.A. to Matt Stafford and lost at Cincinnati to Jake Browning and in the playoff the game. Backups. I, now that's the I backups. Throw that one out. Now Jake Browning and, and Jake Browning played pretty well. So, this, so what I, overall this season. Yeah. All right, so this is what I'll say about the Browns defense. What camera am I on? That one. There you go. That. So this is what I'll say about the Browns defense. And this is just, I'm just telling you from a former player what I see. I think the Browns defense, they have a solid foundation. They have all the key pieces, but at times they do things that bad defenses, that leads to bad defense. And the three things that I learned, I learned that that there's three things that tells you if a defense is good. It's the ability to leverage the football. It's the ability to eliminate explosive plays, and it's the ability to tackle. And it's at times the Browns look as good as anybody. They do those three things, and I mean they look unbelievable. But then you have games where they don't do those things. They give up the explosives, they lose leverage, and they don't tackle as well. So 
is somewhere are they great no they're they're good because they have performances that's really good but for some odd reason it's not translating every week now what I, the one thing i will say is that they have some pride and some stuff about themselves i give that credit to jim swartz because obviously a year ago that wasn't there they have the makeup to be a great defense but they have to be consistent. I don't know what's the, the, the reasoning for being good at home and being bad away. I don't think I can say is that you feed off of the energy from home. Me as a player, I personally love actually playing away more than I did playing at home. Why? Because I love the villain role. Tyvis is an a-hole, okay? If you did not know that, Tyvis was an a-hole as a football player. I mean, just some some of the... LeBron hated being the villain. Oh, you know what I love to do? I love to point to people's mothers. I would find find out what your your girlfriend's mothers, all of their names is, and and I tell you about it in the... Oh yeah, it was it was I was really I, I was messed up. I was messed up. I, I should probably go get checked out about it, but I'm a totally different guy. I'm not that guy anymore. I, I don't even know who that guy is anymore. So wait a second. Hold on. We got to interrupt you for a second because this is the other day on the show on Friday, Jay, you made the statement that Jason picking the the Browns to go to the Super Bowl was the most shocking thing you've ever heard on the show. Well, yeah, that I think that is just past this. Well, for me it doesn't. That is the most shocking thing I've ever and, heard. And I'll tell you why. I, I've never seen that side of him, and I yeah. didn't cover you as a player. I, did, I don't I've know come, what you were as a player, but down. I'll tell you why. I mean, it is You've met other surprising. players that were like that. Well, I know Tyvis. Tyvis wants to win. Tyvis is extremely <laughs> competitive. Yeah, I Yes. Do. And so am I. After the game, all of my opponents are my friends. And, and it's been that way from when I wrestled, Mm-mm. when I played baseball in high school, all my baseball career, even now. During the game, I hate you. It's not dislike. I hate you. I actually feel and, the same way. And I can tell that that is was, the way you feel because like you're a competitor. Uh, I was never a trash talker. Ever, ever, ever. Hmm. Because I played for coaches early in my career that made it very clear that it sucks when you eat that crow. Oh, and right. I never wanted well, to be that Well, that's why you make sure you never now, eat that crow. what's interesting to me is... You have what I call a fun, false bravado. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. I think, and on one hand, while, you, while it's bravado, it's also self-deprecating because you're saying it so absurdly <laughs> that we know it's in fun. And I've always liked that about you. But to hear you say Man. that you would research the opponents, I told my that's a bit of a surprise. took it well, I know. It was, that's next level. It that's was, shocking. Uh, I wanted to, listen, I was. The worst thing you ever said to a former, to, to an opponent. I probably can't say it. I told, I, it, well, this is factual. I told, I told y'all the worst thing I ever did, and the worst trash talk I ever said, which technically wasn't trash talk, it was all factual, is that I told a player that we was going against. Who? I can't. I don't want to put that information out there. Right. I told a player that we was going against that his girlfriend was getting slam danced by Ohio State football players, <laughs> and it was a fact. It was a fact. Did he know this? He did when I said her name to him. He he thought oh that it was all jokes until I dropped her god. name. And he was like, "Oh yeah, you really do know it." I'm like, "I'm trying to tell you." Oh my god! She, she, you need to. By the way, Tyvis, you need to put it back on the might have been a fact. It's still trash talking. It's, it's it is trash talking. <laughs> well, it's the, what was it? A receiver? It was someone that you were directly covering. Ty, don't don't put that information. Out. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, 12-11. Put that in the mon- the montage we're working on. 12-11. 12-11. <laughs> He did not play wide receiver. What Tyvis just okay. said. He didn't play wide receiver. He didn't okay. play receiver. 
Wow, Tom. Anyway. It was the truth. Why? Next level. The truth. Uh, I'll answer quickly. (laughs) No. To the the direct question, was the Browns defense truly elite? No. Because, Mm -hmm. as Bull said, elite defenses are elite all the time. Not half the time. Half the time, they 1,000% at home were an elite defense. 1,000%. The numbers bear it out. Quickly, if we can have that graphic showing the home and away numbers. I've never seen this split before. You got to go back to 1982 to find this big of a disparity between oh, is that really what it is? at home and on the road. They allowed, and this is just stunning to me if you look at the numbers. 17.4. More than double mm. the points on the road that they allowed at home. And that 17.4 differential, the largest we've seen since 82. The sacks, they had almost twice as many sacks on the road as they did at home. Touchdowns allowed, more than double. For every touchdown they allowed in a home game, they allowed more than two in a road game. I, so the real answer it to is the, the question, number's crazy. I don't know who this defense is because they are so Jekyll and Hyde. I can't put them in a trash bin, and I certainly can't put them in an elite bin. I'm with you. I think they're a good defense. And I think their DNA is closer to being elite than trash, but they're still mid to me, but they're above average and good, not yeah. bad. But I don't know what the difference is. I and, and I love that Kevin Stefanski said, I can't, Jason said yesterday, he was asked that question, what's the difference? He said, I don't want to answer that right now. I have to dig a little deeper. Yeah. And I'm glad he said that Great because and, I have no idea. How and you didn't that. the Browns give up four of their 13 touchdowns in the game? They, the only game they lost with Lamar? Yeah. So they get in the other eight home games, they give up nine touchdowns. Yeah, which is, we played Clayton Toon in one of them. Too. No, we played Clayton Toon. We played, you know, Pickett, the Jets. The Tana Jets Hill, started Simeon. Simeon. I mean, we played some really Injured bad Joe quarterbacks at home. Yeah, it happens. All right, next question, guys. Mm. And this one we could do quickly. How concerned are you about the combination of the age, the salary, and the injury history of the Browns' offensive line heading into 2024? Guys, for me, this is a massive concern. All right? Jack Conklin hasn't been healthy in years. They just signed him to an extension. They can't get out of that, I I think, until after after next year. Listen, when it came out, the day day it came out, we all sat on the set bull and said, what are they doing here? That was a terrible move. They owe – they're paying Jedrick Wills, who – we can debate where he is on the spectrum. To me, at best, he's average. Uh, I, he played better right before he got hurt, but he's still average at best. And they're, they, his money's guaranteed. They all have guaranteed money for next year, except maybe Pochic doesn't. Pochic I think doesn't. Pochic has a small And, small Bull, you, you made a statement yesterday, yeah. and I don't know if we can even look this up. I think you said we might have the most expensive offensive line. And maybe with a few exceptions, I yeah. think you're right. I mean, I don't know how. That, I, I think mean, it's second. I looked at the okay. Eagles. I think is slightly more. Who is? Slight, the Eagles. Philadelphia, because Kelsey makes a ton of money. But Kelsey's Johnson. retiring. Yeah, but Kelsey's retiring. I don't know the stat. But, like, all these guys are going to be back. And, you know, Jack Conklin, I, do you, I don't even want him to be the starter. I want DeWan Jones to be the starter. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Conklin. Like, but you're stuck with that contract. And the guards are still really good, but they're both getting old. And... Betonio now, you wonder, he's 32. He's had a lot of injuries this year. Is he 32 now and going to be – oh, so he'll be 33 next year? Yeah, he's 32 right now. Yeah, so, like, I mean, how many good years – I don't know what he's got left. Ooh, but they yeah, restructured I, with I him. Either. They restructured with, with Teller. And they and they gave a new contract to Conklin. I'm really concerned about the money and their ability to stay healthy. How old is Conklin? 
Jack over 30. Conklin. I would guess. Is, hold on one sec. Or, or 30. That, that's... Jack Conklin's 29, turns 30 next season. Okay. He'll be 30 by September of next year. So when the season kicks off, he'll be I 30. wonder if they spend this offseason trying to swing DeJuan jo- Jones. I thought the same thing. I think he's it's going to. It's a he's... move you wouldn't make in season yeah. unless it was an emergency. You've got nine months in the lab or how eight many, months in the lab. What's Conklin's contract year? Like, how many years? You don't want to know. I, I think it's it, three. Three more. You, you so, say you, you want to move DeJuan to left tackle? Well, and, and I'm not opposed Jed, to that Jed either. Jed Wills, this is it. They locked in for Jed this is for it. one more year. This is yeah. it for him. I think what they do is you swing him. He can play. He's already showed you he can play right. Get him to play left. That way, if, if it seems Does like he, somebody going to go down. He's built like a left tackle. Yeah, but you got your premier left tackle, but – that's, and then you'll have to worry about that for another two or three years because he's still on the rookie. What are deal. Conklin's numbers? So Conklin's cap numbers. If they were to cut him today, it'd be a twenty-eight million dollar dead cap hit. Oof. So that's not going to happen. That ain't happen. So he's, so he's due. Yeah. He's due next that's season that's thirteen million. <laughs> so guaranteed money this year for twenty twenty-four thirteen million, twenty twenty-five nineteen point five, twenty twenty-six nineteen point five. That's all guaranteed. Oh, he, all guaranteed. He better, yes. Yeah, that's why. Oh we're, my both, god, that's a disaster. When, when we <laughs> saw the contract, we all yeah. looked at each other like, "What are they doing?" They, I didn't remember. I it think being that I bad. feel like they did it because. They knew that they was going to move off of Jed. Jack's been pretty good as a right tackle when he's healthy. Yeah. So they probably was like, we got to worry about Jed right but now. But speaking of healthy, Damn. in the last three years, the Cleveland Browns, including the playoffs, have played 52 games. The Browns are the team who played 52 games. How many different play. starting rotate lines? Now, how many of those 52 do you think Jack Conklin has played? <laughs> and, this, and this includes the games he got hurt in. 39. 20? I don't think it's that many. 22. That's horrible. 22 out of 52 games the last three years. And he's not getting any younger. And three of those games he got hurt. So he only started and finished 19. 19 games. But he is good, though. When he's been healthy. You know, availability and ability. the best ability. You got to be available. And it doesn't matter how good you are if you're unavailable. And he's been unavailable far too much. Here's the thing. We can talk about that until the cops come home. That is water under the bridge. We are chained to that contract yes, and what but, scares me is i know yeah. we always talk about well the cap number kick it down the road kick it down the road it's going to grow <laughs> i'm terrified about our day of reckoning i know it's coming i know it has to but i do agree with you i think moving uh dewan to left and starting conklin at right and keeping wills as i think slope, it's worth a look you've got you've got eight months definitely yep. worth a look yep all right, next one, guys, real quick. And a quick reminder, if you're in the chat, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you guys with Behind the Glass coming later this week. As always, content never ending here on UCSS. We'll do this one quick. Each person gets a minute to answer. But what is the number one thing, the number one area of need Andrew Barry needs to address on this Browns roster for 2024? Wide receiver two. Wide receiver two. I think that's uh, – when you look at this offense, I think that if you're going to become a – with Nick Chubb coming back and not understanding what he's going to be, we're all confident that he can get back to himself. This thing is still going to revolve around Deshaun Watson. You still got to get Deshaun some weapons, but you got to get a guy that's proven. And I think as great as this offense has been in these last five weeks, the number one thing that's still missing 
It's the ability to take the top off. Amari Cooper is your guy who you go, you throw the ball too deep. And he's not even a burner like that. Just imagine if you got a guy that can actually take the top off. A Puka Nakua. Something like that. Puka Nakua. Just think, as, a, as a former DB, I will tell you, the number one thing that scares the DB is speed. It just is. If you know that that guy runs a 4-2 or 4-3, you just play totally different. You always, you never, every DB's biggest fear is getting beat deep. That's just what it is. Giving up the deep ball. So when you see a guy, whether he can catch it or not, you're still going to respect it. I think if you get a playmaker there that actually knows how to catch deep balls and go down the field and stretch the field, it opens things up. You got David Njoku and Amari Cooper. They're not getting any younger. David Njoku has emerged himself as being a guy that can run these nice overs. Amari Cooper can run pretty much every route, but now he's getting game plan now. Everybody's putting two on him. Although he's still finding a way to get it done, there's still two guys that's still looking at him at all times. Meaning that somebody is getting one-on-one coverage. We have to find somebody that consistently win those one-on-one coverages. And Deshaun Watson throws one of the best deep balls in the NFL. Get him somebody that he can throw it to. We thought Marquise Goodwin could be him, but he was unfortunately not healthy this season, so we didn't really get a chance to see him a lot. But I think that would be my area of concern, and that's a hard thing to find. Finding a guy that can stretch the field and that can be a playmaker at, as a number two wide receiver, you don't find him often. I'll go quickly. Uh, I agree with you, but it's I'll expand a little bit. It's wide receiver two, wide receiver three, <laughs> and wide receiver four. Jeez. Now, the answer to some of those might currently be on the roster, okay. but not as constituted. Let's see the numbers again of our receiving yards for the season. Uh, this is below acceptable, <laughs> far below acceptable. Last year, Andrew Barry decided, rightly so, the biggest weakness from two years ago was our defensive line. We're going to fix it. Mm-hmm. They did. They went out. They signed a lot of pieces. I kept saying, enough with the defensive line. Let's address the wide receiver. He try, Instead of trying to fix two things at once, it's clear to me now his approach was, we're going to fix the line this year. We're going to fix the wide receivers next year. These numbers are absolutely embarrassing. Njoku is your second number, uh, number two uh, receiver. A running back is your number four <laughs> receiver. But look at the numbers, guys. Our number two wide receiver averaged about 40 yards a game. It's not going to get it done. Not in the NFL. So now Elijah Moore might be your three. He's definitely not your two. He might be your four. Cedric Tillman might be your three. The two is currently not on this roster. Mm-hmm. They need to go out and priority number one. What's the what's next season hinge on? We've said it a million times. Sean Watson. Okay, you better give him another weapon because he doesn't have enough. And you want to eliminate any excuse for his failure. All excuses. It has to be at the end of the year if he doesn't succeed. I don't want to hear, well, we didn't have the wide receivers. Eliminate the excuses. Give him every tool he needs to be the quarterback we need him to be. What we trade for Elijah Moore? Second, second round I think pick. the Browns traded down. Wait, wait, hold on. They got a third back, though. They got they a third back. Okay. But, however, not all. However, here's the here's some what <laughs> here. Let me give you the list of wide receivers that got drafted between the third round pick they got back in that deal, where they took Cedric Tillman. And the second round pick they gave up. In other words, guys, they could have drafted right. yeah, instead of trading that for Elijah name, that Moore. List. Let me give you the names, okay? Number one Tank is Jaden Reed of the Packers, who's pretty okay. pretty I, solid. I, as I would take him. He went second round. Yes. Dang, Number would, two, yeah. drafted fifty fifth, Rasheed Rice of the Chiefs, who really came on at the end of the Strong. year. Wrong. I would take him. 
Number three, Marvin Mims. So far, he's done nothing. Right. Want to want to vomit? Number four, drafted by the Houston Texans. Tank Dell. Tank Dell. Tank Dell. Yeah. Guy was an absolute. If he hadn't gotten hurt, he might have. He would have been a Pro Bowler probably. That's how cut, the kind of season he was having. And number five, Jalen Hyatt, and then Cedric Tillman. So the lesson in there is there were three receivers that, yeah. that the Browns could have taken. Yes. And passed on all three. And instead went with a guy who well, was running bad routes, was leading to some interceptions. Wait a minute. Hold on now. And by that, the way, that doesn't even – Puka Nakua was also available. Wait a minute. This ain't fair because we sat here on this show and said, the Browns just don't do well drafting wide receivers. They don't. That's got to change. Okay. Well, so, they got, they, so they probably said to themselves, we just don't do well drafting receivers. So well, you can't. No, no, no. They so did let's anyway. Trade. Let's no, trade. No, you address your weakness. They you don't traded. ignore it. They traded for their life. But they drafted Moore. the receiver anyway in the third round. Yes. yes. But they thought they didn't, they didn't think and they were going to And the third round like is that. where they've screwed up their receiver <laughs> picks. Here's what I think. So the way we absolutely have, can't draft a receiver in the third that's round. Right. No, but no, you can, but you can't do it with the same methodology that you have. So here's what absolutely has to happen. And I don't know if that means Paul DePodesta has to get his ass out of the room when they're talking about wide receivers or what. But here's what we know. Well, look, he's, I want to meet him and shake his hand. <laughs> Paul DePodesta. <laughs> okay. Here's what we know. The methodology that they've used to evaluate receivers is an absolute fail. It's not mid. It's an absolute fail. They cannot do it. Except for Amari so, Cooper. That's well, that was they, they knew what they had with him. They knew what he was. They thought that That's was the same with Elijah Moore. I'm talking about evaluating receivers <laughs> at the collegiate level and trying to determine if that success will translate. Whatever they've been doing and however they've been making those decisions, it has to change because yeah. the enough hay is in the barn that we know they're not bad at it. They're awful at it. And, and and listen, they were we would we said the same thing about their ability to get defensive linemen last year, and they got better, right? They did, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. They and, addressed that problem right. last year. But a part of the getting better was guys that they had drafted that we thought were busts played better roles, and they played better because they Jordan weren't asked Elliott, to do as much. I think. Right, Jordan Elliott not having we thought Jordan Elliott was a bust. I gave up on him. He but this year he was a rotational player, not a starter, and, I think and he that, thrived in that role. Well, I think that speaks to. Instead of running 75 snaps, you're running 40. That's right. And that's why I think Elijah Moore as a third receiver, perfectly fine. He's good. Third receiver? Yeah, I, I do too. He's good. I, I got I no said. problem I, with I him. I think that some of the parts can stay, that's but right. not where we have them slotted. He's I, not a two. I, I think... It's not a three. David Bell showed you a little something in the playoffs. Is he, if he's their fourth receiver, I can live with it. I moved on. I, 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 we'll wow. See. I moved on. They what, have, what is this normal catch? Five yards. But but you know what? He's a possession but receiver. But, Jay, Jay, I don't need, I don't want listen, him. if you have <laughs> – Jay, let me tell you something. Oh. I don't want him. If you have Amari Cooper, David Njoku, and a legitimate number two receiver, That's what we need. then their fourth receiver, if, he, if he's David Bell, is fine. I guess. It's fine. You all now, feel me? let – or, or potentially Tillman. Let me give you five wide receivers that are going to be free agents this year. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Now, big names. What's that? There's some big names. Let's, yes. let's hear them. They now, for Stephon Diggs, remember that none of these guys, or these guys all could. Ah, I had it and I lost it. Mm. Here are five names, boy. I, I think. Go ahead. You probably have the list I was looking for. Oh, I got him. I got him. I got him. Okay. Here we go. T. Number one is franchise. what Mike said, T. Higgins. Now, some of these guys are going to be franchise. franchise. Yeah, he will be franchise. Number two, Michael Pittman Jr. 
I would love to have Michael could, Pittman. Could be. But we don't know what these teams – the Bengals don't really have anybody else they're going to franchise, I don't think. I don't know about the Colts. Right. Number three, this guy's uh, – you'd want Pittman and Higgins because they're good and young. This guy's good but not young. Mike Evans. Boy, he dropped a ball last night. He did. <laughs> but overall for the season, he was still great. He was great this year. He's yeah. good yeah. for 1,000. I'd take Mike Evans. I would okay. love to have To me, those three guys are the top level. Okay. One now, more name real quick, Bull. Yeah. Oh, you're not done. Mike Williams of the Chargers. I forgot about him because he was hurt. Yeah. I don't trust him. He's always hurt, though. I like him because he's a big he's player. Big, I he's big, like, he's always like hurt. He can I jump like He's he always is, hurt. He is what I thought Tillman would end up being one day. A he's always hurt. Can just high point always. He's been hurt every year. So what? Well, I don't want him if he's hurt. Two other guys who are the next tier of free agent wide receivers who are definitely number twos. Okay. Marquise Brown, who's had some injuries. Yeah. He stretches the Remember, field. Remember, we're not asking him to be ones. We're asking him to be twos. I, I he stretches the field. I like that. Calvin Ridley. I take that. Interesting three years ago. He had a little ago, bit of an up anymore. and down. But this year, he's still. Calvin Ridley. I mean, what did Calvin he finish Ridley. with? Yeah. Mike, what did Calvin Ridley finish with numbers-wise? Uh, How old he is had, he? He had a decent season. Bull, what's, is that like your biggest 20? need as well? Uh, yeah, that's my list. Those are the guys I'm interested in. Ridley finished 76 catches, 1,016 yards, eight touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. It's okay. You take that as a number two. Uh, how old is Ridley? He's young. Calvin Ridley is 29 years old. Yeah, I thought I had him. Oh, wow. I didn't realize really he was that old. Um, okay. So you could go that route, or you could go back to the well that has poisoned you the last four years. Go to the old draft. You could try the draft. Well, maybe try it in the second we round. Have, the second well, round. you have to try it in the second round. So <laughs> yeah. you, don't have, you don't pick so, until so 54. We, we cannot pick a third round off receiver. Off the board. Well, Tank Dell was taking around there. You know so. what? Here's, what? here's what we have to do. And this goes back to reevaluating how you evaluate wide receivers. What was it that forced every team to pass on Puka Nakua four times? Most teams passed on him Including the Rams. five times. Well, not four times. The Rams? Well, they all passed on him four times, just like Tom Brady. You know, the, the Patriots get credit for taking him at 199, but they also passed on him five times. So what... I want to know, like, how was that? How did that happen? How did everybody miss on a guy that, by the way, on the post-draft news conference, when Sean McVay came to the podium, he didn't say, you know, there's a guy we got in the fifth round or sixth round, and I think he's going to be okay. He raved about Puka Nakua. This guy is going to be a star. How in the hell does that happen? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He knew it, but 31 GMs and coaches didn't. But if he, I, I don't, if he was that sure, why did he wait till the fifth round to take it? Fair question, but you still got him. You, you always, say that after. You always get people for as cheap as you possibly can. But how could they have been sure is. he was going to make it that long? Because they're, you, I guess you talk. Now he's the talk. anomaly, but we have seen, listen, it, the two best wide receivers in this past draft were him and Tank Dell, both taken after 54. Yeah. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown went 
three years ago. Went so there third, are going to be. Round. So there are there still are guys who end up being great players. The, the, the thing that. Uh, how have the Rams done this? How did they turn it around so quickly? Because remember, after they made the trade, they said, like we did, you better win a Super Bowl because. The dark years are coming. And boom. How did they turn it around and get back to the playoffs they, just two years removed from the Super Bowl? Dra- they draft. They well. draft well. Well, and, yeah. Once and, you're in the cap situation, you have to hit on your picks. You better hit. On, and you know what? The same thing could be said for the Texans. Now, they had more draft capital, but look at the draft the Texans had. We need a draft like the Rams have had the last couple of years, like the Texans had last year. That's, we need that that's hard from our front office. Those are unusual. It is hard to do, but you know what? Winning a championship is hard to do, and you can't win a championship without not being good in the draft. You have to nail the draft, and we have never done that. We've always had pigs somewhere in in our draft. (laughs) We need a superstar draft this year, and I know we don't have the capital till 54, but we've had. There have been pigs. Three questions left, and we're going to get to them after we bring on Mary Kay here, who joins us on the FanDuel hotline. The NFL regular season may have wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed just by placing a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, including live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best and most popular way to find parlays, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. And let's welcome Mary Kay to the show. What's up, Mary Kay? Hey, how you doing? What's up, Mary Kay? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Yeah. Falling out from that miserable loss. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm hiding the Christmas tree behind me, so I, I promised. <laughs> that I'm, well, this week we expect to come down. I promised I would have please. it down. <laughs> well, now you have time, Mary Kay. Now you have a little bit now of time. I have, yeah. Now I've got all the time in the world to get the Mary Christmas Kay, how did down. that happen? Uh, you know, I, I first of all, I think uh, we have to give C.J. Stroud a bunch of credit. He is a really, really good quarterback. Go and the Browns have not faced a ton of really good quarterbacks this season. Let's be honest about that. People don't want to think about that or look at that, but it's the truth. They, they really did not face – a ton of great quarterbacks this season when they ran into a really good quarterback play caller combo they didn't always fare that well i maintain that lamar jackson was the only good really good elite quarterback uh that they that they beat this season i mean i hate to say it well, what but, about brock purdy uh, though i mean brock purdy is they the did beat burrow i know he was banged up but they beat him too yeah he wasn't himself but joe brock burrow you guys joe burrow was not himself okay he was not. coming off of six Six weeks out of football, he was completely not ready to play football in that game, and it was also a weather game. So that one for me kind of, it doesn't go into the battle-tested category. Okay. That's fair, but uh, Brock you Purdy move, is. Trevor Lawrence. Then you move on to Brock Purdy. If you take away Debo Samuel, Samuel for the entire game, and then you take away Christian McCaffrey in your second half, that's not the Brock Purdy that you're going to see in the rest of these playoffs. That is not no, that's, the that's Brock fair. Purdy. That's fair. Okay. They still had so some weapons. The only, the only elite quarterback that they beat this season was Lamar Jackson. And when they ran into another one in C.J. Stroud in the playoffs, it, they, they did not handle it well. And I think they, you know, they thought they were the number one defense in the NFL, and they're going to have to pick it up a notch next year because they are facing a whole bunch more 
really good quarterbacks next year. Mary Kay, when you look at this roster, obviously they got some decisions to make. Um, defensively wise, do you see any changes being made defensively? Because there's a lot of smoke on social media about Greg Newsom, and I don't know what that's about, but yeah. He's making a fool of himself on Twitter. Yeah, I wish he'd get off Twitter. Well, there are, um, there are always changes that are made every year, and I have not seen the Greg stuff yet. I, you know, I just needed to just decompress for a little bit and, uh, you know, just stay off of Twitter and stay off of social media. Uh, so today I've been out of the loop a little bit. Yesterday I worked on a defensive analysis on what the heck happened in that game. Um, but I haven't seen the Greg stuff so far. So if you guys can give me the cliff notes well, on he's that. Just, he's uh, just going at fans. Uh, yeah, you know, right. he's, he's, I think one thing that someone sent me yesterday was he had said, I, I like to come on here to see how little people know about uh, football. football. And then like, you just fought with oh, fans oh, after oh, that. Yeah, he's fighting with fans. Just own the fact that you were not good. Yeah, especially when That's he said okay. he said in the press conference he didn't think he played poorly. He did play poorly. And even if he didn't think he played poorly, he should have said, yes, we played poorly, I played poorly. Yeah. It's got to be better, I think. You're not but... going to get better if you don't admit that. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the heat of the moment still. These guys are still in grieving mode. They feel like they're supposed to be moving on, and they really should be moving on. Um, but, you know, it didn't go the way anybody expected, and sometimes think people don't handle that well. You're right. He should probably, like I just said, I'm, I've decompressed, and I've stayed off of Twitter for a couple hours at least today. Smart. And, you know, that might not be the worst idea in the world for, you know, for everybody associated with, with that whole thing. It was a, an emotional season. It was a gut-wrenching season. They were the number one defense in the NFL. This was not supposed to happen like this. And emotions are running high right now. Mary Kay, I'm gonna let's, let's do this rapid fire. And I know this is hard, but I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna mention the, the guys who are free agents who are expected to be free agents. And just your gut feeling right now. No, you know, you get it wrong, you get it wrong. Who cares? Uh, gut feeling whether you think this guy will be back or is likely to be back or not. All right? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Zadarius Smith. Um, I'll say yes. Sione Taki Taki. Yes. Anthony Walker Jr. Uh, that one's a tough one because he's going to have to get healthy. Um, so from a leadership standpoint, I, I, I'm still going to say yes on him. Jordan Elliott. Oh, yeah, they like Jordan. When it's a draft pick, they're going to bring a draft pick like that back for sure. <laughs> Shelby Harris. Uh, you know, Shelby is one of those one of those guys where you can swap him out for someone else, but they really did like him. So um, he will be under consideration. Harrison Bryant. Um, mm. Yeah, I once again. Andrew Berry does not part with his draft picks very easily, and I think they felt like Harrison took a step up. So I think they'll find a way to bring him back. Corey Bajorquez. Corey had a great season until he got hurt. So, yes. Maurice Hurst. Uh, now, and he's another one. He's coming off of a torn pack, so they're going to have to see how he does health-wise. But from a football standpoint – uh, he was a, a really nice contributor during the season, so they will make an effort to bring him back. All right, and the final two are the toughest ones. Kareem Hunt. 
I would bring back Kareem Hunt for the, you know, inspirational leader, fiery guy thing, and also playoff touchdowns and battering Ram on the goal line. Um, but the fact that they had no plans of bringing him back at the beginning of this season kind of means that, you know, he'll probably go out there, he'll test the free agent waters, and if he finds an opportunity, you know, he should take it because there's nothing guaranteed here. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Let's see. Um, I think... I think there's a chance. Now, I've heard other people say, um, including your very own Jason Lloyd, say that there's no way in heck you can bring Joe Flacco back to this football team uh, because of the distraction it would present and how horrible that would be for the locker room, uh, you know, trying to transition back to Deshaun Watson and whatnot. But I, I don't feel that way. I feel like Joe is a true professional. I think Joe and Deshaun could get along just fine. I think you need to have a quarterback like that like that as your backup. So they've got to bring back either like a Jacoby Brissett or a Joe Flacco. And if Joe doesn't find a starting job out there somewhere, um, or at least an opportunity to start or compete with someone for a starting job, then I think he would be open to coming back because he had a great experience here. And I'm going to add one more who's not technically a free agent, but he, you know, his contract things to deal with. Nick Chubb, what's his future? Because we will all lose our minds if Nick Chubb is not here. Right. Um, you know, Nick Chubb, it will be dependent on his health and when he's ready to come back. So I think what's going to happen with Nick, I mean, you never want to let go of a Nick Chubb and you, you never want to bet against a Nick Chubb either with what he's done in the past coming back from a major, major knee injury. But he's not going to be able to probably make the kind of money that he is, you know, straight up. So I think what they'll have to do is restructure the contract in such a way that it protects the club and the player from, you know, injury or, you know, if, if he can earn incentives, if he plays, the club doesn't have to pay him multi, multi millions if he's not ready uh, to get out there right away. So I think that you can do something very creative with his contract and, uh, you know, and try to make that right for everyone. And I know they'll work really hard to do that for Nick Chubb because he's Nick Chubb. I always It's just a matter of, Will he accept it or not? You know, will he right, want right. to do something? I always think a part of these questions um, is, are you prepared to lose that player to a division rival? And the thought of Nick Chubb oh my God. being with <laughs> Joe Burrow Baltimore. or a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform or with Lamar Jackson, mm. literally, oh I can feel the God. vomit creeping up my throat. So, I, I just, you, you, and, uh, and those you teams, find a way. I, the Bengals are weird about free agency, so you never know, but he would be a perfect fit there. Oh, my God. I mean, he'd God. be a perfect fit anywhere. All three of those teams would definitely be interested. And I just – yeah, because it's the North. Yeah. And I just, I just can't imagine seeing him in another team No, before. that can't happen. Mary can't. Kay, uh, obviously, and I think – if maybe I'm wrong. If I am, tell me. I think um, th- this offseason's defensive line from last year is wide receiver. Andrew Barry has got to adge- address that position, and I think – it's the biggest area of need. How do they fix it? Uh, we just named some of the free agents. We know that their track record of drafting uh, wide receivers is abysmal. <laughs> it's not even bad. It's abysmal. So what do they do this offseason to fix that position? Well, you guys probably remember this offseason, uh, I thought that they should have signed DeAndre Hopkins. I, I, I thought that, uh, that Deshaun Watson needed – a guy like that, another Pro Bowl caliber, can't miss elite receiver to go along with Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper also has a $24 million cap hit in 2024. $24 million cap hit. So, you 
might want to look at that and see if they can't bring that number down. I'm sure they're going to have to do that, uh, especially with uh, Deshaun right now having a $64 million cap hit. I mean, you've got to, uh, you know, you've got to trim somewhere. But anyways, uh, yes, I do think that they need to target a an elite Pro Bowl caliber receiver, either to pair with Amari, or if you can't work something out from a financial standpoint, then, you know, perhaps that person would replace Amari, which I think would be really unfortunate. Best receiver I've ever covered. He's amazing. I think he, you know, they've got to do what they can to keep him around. I think you need two guys uh, almost of that level. You need a, a one and you need a one A that's really, really good if you want to go all the way. And so hopefully that, you know, that will be their strategy that they will go out and they will, will find that guy in free agency or a trade. Mary Kay, my last question. I got to ask you about the offensive line because they put themselves in such a situation. Obviously, Jack Conklin coming back from injury. Jed Wills was hurt. Then you got Dewan Jones, Joe Batonio's 32. A lot of injuries this year. What? <laughs> how do they move forward? How does this work out? What? Tell us something because I know they're stuck with Jack Conklin in the contract that they gave from last year. So what do they do? Well, you know, they could go to Jack Conklin and talk, you know, contract restructuring with him. That's one thing that they could possibly do, or they could trade someone. Um, but, you know, Dewan showed so much promise that it seems to me uh, that they're really excited to have him be back as their right tackle. And I think they'll keep Jed on the left side. Um, and so I think it would be a matter of just figuring out what they could possibly do with um, perhaps with Jack. Uh, so, you know, that's, you know, something to keep an eye on there. And everybody else, I think they're, you know, they're pretty, pretty set with. So as long as those guys come back healthy from their injuries, I think they'll still be in really good shape on the offensive line. Thanks, Mary Kay. We appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mary Kay. Sure, thanks, tree, Get that Christmas Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> Got to be gone it's by February cool. at least. Yeah. <laughs> February, February is actually the, the yeah. line of the demarcation. It has to be down by February. By the way, last week I went into Walgreens and they already had a full row of uh, Valentine's Day stuff. Yeah, they move fast. Yeah, like the, the second the, New Year's was over, Christmas yeah. was over, boom, Valentine's. Re- retail moves quick, man. Yeah. They don't mess around. The day after Thanksgiving, it's Christmas. The day yeah. after Halloween, it's Christmas everywhere. Yeah. So. Pure chaos. All right, we're going to get back to our 10 questions. we got three left, but real quick, if you're looking for tickets, the Game Time app is where to go. The Cavs host the Bucks tomorrow. Nationally televised game on ESPN if you want last-minute tickets. Go over to GameTime app to find the best ticket buying experience on the market. They have last-minute deals that are better than any other ticket app on the market, all in prices so you're not paying crazy fees. You can see the view from the seat you're looking to purchase, and their best price guarantee takes all the guesswork out of buying tickets. Just download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. So make sure you download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, guys, we're hopping back into our 10 questions for the offseason. This one, pretty simple. Can, are you sure? 100% confident. Or what level of confidence do you have that Deshaun Watson can be that guy the Browns need him to be in 2024? Wait, which question are we answering? Well, the, the bottom one on the screen is, again, how confident are you? You can't be 100%. The 100% stupid. Don't, that doesn't make you how, how, There's only like so many words that fit it. on the bottom, yeah. so yep. sometimes you got to clarify. Where, how confident where are, are you? Guys? What's your yes. level of confidence, yes. 0 to 100? I, um, I would say. And how does it compare to where it was before 22 and before 23? Yeah. I would okay. say throw that in real quick. I would say that I am 79% sure wow. that Deshaun Watson can be the guy. 
And where were you? All right, let's go, man. Where were you? I hope you're right. Where were you the last two years? The last two years? Yeah. Um, After the trade? After the trade. You were probably at 95. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, and this offense with – but that's the thing. When I thought of, when I got to, when I seen the trade, I thought in this offense he gonna run Kevin Stefanski stuff, so, which he didn't. Exactly. So right. that's what kind of messed it up for me to where it was like it, it just don't. They're not jelly. So what it go from ninety five year one to like, to like 47 percent or something? Oh like wow, that. it went that low. Yeah, I was like, eh. well, you now forty seven. Now you're back. What did you see? Back that made seven, you, yeah. What did you see outside of the Baltimore half? That shot it from forty seven to seventy nine. I seen a guy that makes plays when needed when it when when crunch time when things need to get done he finds a way to do it and i seen it in we seen it in the we also had a large sample size of him not making plays this year true and it was the first half of the baltimore game was terrible but it's something about i think that every if you're going to be a great player i need to see what you do in defining moments when the game's on the line and the last thought i have of him is 14 for 14 with a messed up shoulder that tells me that that dude is a warrior. Okay. That dude really wants to win, and he'll do whatever it takes to win. But where are you? So when you ask me that he can be the guy, that means that he's going to be consistently great. Right. Right, that's what it means. That doesn't mean you never have a bad game, because even the best quarterbacks have bad games once in a while. But for the most part, the, the, the large majority of games in a season, you're going to play at a very high to elite level. That's what the best quarterbacks do most of the time. When the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson, I was at 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
five games or whatever it was before the playoff debacle. Where did you classify him? Not in that category. No, I'm just saying, like, at that, how he was playing. I, I would did, say you that say was because I mean he led the NFL right in, in yards, yards. yeah, but still there was the turnover, the touchdown to turnover ratio was not great. Okay, so how did you feel? Like I, 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 in that five games, that five if you compared games, it with anybody else in the playing, NFL, where was he at? I would say somewhere if you if you you know in those games, I, I would say it was lower tier two because it's it's remember it's small sample size. That's fine. No, I'm just you asking know, a so question. I, I was thinking it was like. He's in that, like, Kirk Cousins class, That's right? Fine. But Kirk Cousins will do that for the whole season. He don't throw that many picks either. I'm not saying it for that reason. I would say somewhere in the 8 to 14 range. You agree with that? For that five-game sample size, would you, would you rate him in the 8 to 14? No. I would rate him slightly below. I would say he's at the top tier of the second half of the league. Okay. All right, the reason being is because... Uh, part of the reason I had him a little higher... Which isn't far from where he had. Part yeah. of the reason I had him a little higher, and, <laughs> and like, the people that that were getting mad that we were that people were complimenting Flacco were like, if if Watson played like Flacco, you wouldn't give him as much credit. And you're right. The, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would. No. I would. By the way, if, 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 if Deshaun Watson plays the way Joe Flacco did, that's not good enough. I expect him to play better than that. Listen, compared to what we've got, <laughs> I know I'm doing backflips it's with better, those numbers. But Jay, the reason I was ninety nine point nine 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 percent when they traded for him, the reason why when the news broke, I was on the radio and going bananas when they traded for him, is because I was sure he was a top five quarterback because in yeah. Houston. He had played like a top five quarterback. Let me yeah, let me, I, let me, let me tie. Didn't wait a minute, that before well. you go, let me tie it up to why I asked that question. Yeah, go ahead. Sometimes you need to see success. You need to see your your offensive play caller work live, right? And I think that he saw that and he thought to himself, "I'm way better than Joe Flacco, and if he can do that, I could be way better in his offense." So that's why to Should me, taking him that long, yes, because some okay. some people, some people, you can just tell it to. It's like having a kid. You tell your kid, "Don't touch that stove because it's hot." Some kids will be like, "You know what? I ain't gonna touch that stove." Some of them will go touch it just to find out for themselves. All right. Listen, I hope you gotta you're see right. it. You gotta see it to believe it. We and all I think he's one right. of those guys. We he, all want you. He to had be right. to see it this year to to be like, "Man, you know what? Kevin stuff actually ain't yeah. bad. I'm actually it does work." So if he's open to it, he can be better, and he, I think it will put him back in the top as a top player in the league. Because I don't think he turned right. turned well, the ball. So over. I'll add a layer to my answer based on that scenario you just gave. When they traded for him, I was fifty percent sure. That he could get to a Super Bowl, because that got to me. That that wasn't a trade to get to the playoffs. That trade was to win a Super Bowl. Yes, we all agree that, and yes. that record will never be changed. Yep. We got to the playoffs with one guy, won a game. He's not good enough. Even coming off some bad year, boom out. That move is an all-in move, just mm-hmm. like the Cavs move to get Donovan Mitchell. We're in it to win it now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to base my answer off that. At the time, I thought. Given the quarterbacks in the AFC, mm-hmm. given his baggage, and given the fact that he never really had team success in Houston, I think it's a 50-50 shot. Okay. Um, that's that's I, fair. But I never had him as a top five quarterback. I just didn't. 
Well, he, I uh, thought he was uh, six to ten and uh, closer to six or seven. He led the I lead. He, he led the understood. lead in passing. Understood. And the I'm, I'm results oriented. Okay. I want wins. Okay. Well, he and won stats. regular season games the first I two years there. I want playoffs. You always say the regular season means nothing in this league. <laughs> he does. It's say about so is the Lamar playoffs. Jackson top five? No. Okay. Right now, I think he's playing at an MVP level. Well, he's gonna win it. I think he is gonna win it. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know what? No, I don't think he's going to win it. I still think there's a bias against Lamar Jackson. Who's going to win it? Well, he won it already. Who, who's going to win it? No, I mean this year. I mean, based on his play no, this I mean, year. He, if he won, doesn't won win it, who does? Could be Josh Allen. I'd You're probably, right. Well, Josh <laughs> Allen had some moments where he wasn't good. But I, I hope he wins it. I he, think he's played well enough to win he, it. He got But here's the thing. <laughs> it's over with. I, all of the detractors are waiting to see what happens in that first playoff game. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And the second playoff game, because it's not just good enough to win one. That's true. Right. you got the one seed. Mm-hmm. You have to play in the AFC Championship game this year. Period. So, for me, I thought it was a 50-50 proposition Deshaun Watson could get us to a Super Bowl. Okay, that's fair. The more his baggage situation played out, and it became an 11-game suspension, that number went down probably to 45%. Okay. That's a lot to overcome mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about the psyche a lot of, people, of Deshaun a Watson. A lot of people to this day is. And I still am. Mm-hmm. Then he played six games. Showed me absolutely nothing in those six games. So you went down to like 10. <laughs> no, I went down to like 30. Okay. Because th- now that's who you are now. I need to see greatness recently, not past. Mm-hmm. You know, No. Because I saw greatness from Baker here, and then I saw trash, and we moved on him. So if that's the way the machine moves and works, then trash well, is unacceptable. What well, this is just been, it's been just trash for it, those it, six it, games. It, it, it was trash. Okay. And then we got to see him this year, and he played much better than mm-hmm. I expected him to play, but nowhere near the MSRP. The man, you know, the manufactured suggests retail price. Right. Nowhere near that, but he got me to work. He just didn't do it in style. But he was he was seven touchdowns, four picks, four and one record, five and one technically. But he did get should get no credit for that Colts game. Yeah. But I count him for, at four and one better. So I'm going to move up from the thirty to like forty. Okay. And that's where I am. However, that can move dramatically if he does one thing. If he, and I want to hear him say this, I watched Joe Flacco operate in Kevin Stefanski's offense. And I know that that isn't my comfort level, but after watching it for six games, seven games, I think I can do that. No, you can't easily. And if I do that, I will be better at that than Joe Flacco was. He will be. I believe he can be. But that's the big elephant in the room right now. If we come back next year and we see him never under center, and we see him not working the play fake, you have taken the most powerful thing about Kevin Stefanski's offense, and you've put it to the side. If you don't use your biggest weapon, you're not going to win your biggest war. And the biggest weapon in this Stefanski offense is inexplicable, I mean, inarguably, to me, the play fake. Well, and it, it, and it things happen. And it will be even better if 24 is back there again. That, 100%. The play fake will be 100% really 100% agree with that. Because now yeah. there's a real threat that a handoff could ding us. Exactly. The, I think Houston came to this re- re- realization. If they beat us running the ball. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're yeah. not going to honor that play fake because right. we'll stop Jerome Ford. 
Mike, we got two more questions, right? We're going to go so overtime. Do, gonna yeah, yeah, no overtime. Chats. The stream's going to keep going. I'm gonna re- and we already talked about one, so we oh, really okay. have one more. We kind of did the Stefanski <laughs> extension already, so we're going to do the oh, last okay. one. But I'm going to do Super Chats, and we promised the people the question, so we're going to give it to them, okay. uh, even if we're going a little past 1 o'clock. But some Super Chats real quick. We'll start with Ken Bell. It says, Real the Baker time. hate baffles me. He is the same as many quarterbacks that have come through Cleveland. The Browns tried to ruin him. Four head coaches, five <laughs> OCs while he was here. The only difference for Baker is his team's won some games. I personally am happy for him. Brody's bottom line says, Deshaun beat Buffalo in 2019 in the wild card game. Ken Bell says, Bull talking about Baker sounds like a fifth grader with a crush on a girl on the playground, so he kicks her in the shin. Matthew Culpa said, what about getting Austin Eckler? Uh, Eckler was washed this year. He yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Man, think he's, uh, he Austin yeah. Eckler will be released, or he won't be retained. Jim Harbaugh's going to take the job. He's going to draft Blake Quorum, and that'll be the replacement. Yeah, That's I don't think I Eckler's said. on the Browns radar. Uber, Uber Driver says, That's interesting. why do you guys say we need a big draft? This team is close and did what it did despite lots of injuries. If we, we don't a have a possession receiver like Dustin we're not Hopkins. Close. We don't have the money to go out really to acquire people, so you got to do it in the you got to keep drafting. You can't say, well, we're close. You never know. They could win six games next year. They could win 12 again. You never know. You're never, you're never close. Unless you have a short thing at quarterback, you're not close. That's why when Mary Kay was going through her, oh, keep, 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 yeah. keep. That's keep. what we're doing next. That's the one we're going right? to do next. Right, I get it. Yep. Those are the answers to someone that's fine with where you are. Because that's status quo. I'm not. I'm not status quo. The good quo. teams <laughs> have to continue to draft well once you're up what at is, the cap or you're going to go down Everybody has to be looked at. There were a lot yeah. of names on that defensive side that she was like, yeah, they like him. They're going to keep him. There's up. a lot of fans. You can't come back with the same roster next Jay, year. There's a lot. There's a lot of fans. They, they do this all the time. We've been doing this for years. If something's good, don't mess with it. Don't try. And that was my point on Baker. I don't so, want to go down the Baker road hate, again. I hate that. But it, it's like, no, no, you should always be trying to get better, right? And the Browns, just because they were good this year, they were good. They had a good, they had a hell of a regular season, a I hell of a regular season. I just and it's easy to say, well, if they weren't as injured, they would have been better. Every year's a different year. Things, there's a lot of things that, besides the injuries. There are a ton of things that went the Browns' way: calls in games, kicks, Joe a Burrow lot of going things. out for the season, injuries. Just, well, how good are the Bengals if Joe Burrow doesn't go down? I mean, they were still good. They were, but they're they're a couple wins better in my view. I just feel like I don't. I'm I'm never really a fan of teams just bringing everybody. We're just gonna run the exact same. I agree. Right, right, right. Because I, agree. It, I seen there te- are guys, and it, some of them we're gonna go. Man, I hate to lose them, and that's fine. I see. Tampa, you upgrade. Tampa this Bay team did has it. Has to be upgraded. Tampa Bay did it with. I think it was Tom's last year, and it was a disaster. And then Philly just did it, right? yep. and it's a disaster. And yeah. sometimes you gotta know you got. So, and it, this may hurt us with certain guys. It might even happen with Nick Chubb. But sometimes you gotta. It's better to cut bait with a guy too early, a little early, than than too late. That's a fact. And fair. be stuck with. Now they're screwed. With Jack they Conklin. can't move Jack Conklin. That's in his the one. And why they did that deal? It, that, I, made no sense. That's the even at the time, made no sense. Everybody, uh, two more super chats, then we'll get yeah. to the last one. And also, by the way, uh, you just can't always pay everybody too with the roster right? stuff. Like there yeah. is a finite number you can spend. Rated sure. R says, I feel like we beat the Ravens because we had a quarterback who could keep up with Lamar, and that could have kept up with CJ, no matter how you feel about him. Just my thoughts. Love the show. And Sleepy Leo says, I feel like Watson should be good next season, back to his old self. But he, if but if he is boo-boo again, 2025 draft, we need to get baby prime time. 
So those were the super chats. We're, <laughs> we're going to keep the stream going. We're going to answer the last question. I just don't know how question. anybody can be that confident, Mike. It's I don't either. Three years. It's a false bravado, but bull. That's the that's the Browns fan base. I think it was reasonable to feel that way in twenty twenty last year. But y'all act like he was a bum this year. I didn't. He wasn't a bum, but he wasn't good. He, he barely was. His, his the Tennessee game was really good. Baltimore was, second half was really good. But, that, but, but he, that's he, what he we're doing now. Games. Second half in Houston, he was great almost every game. The the okay, the first game of the season, Cincinnati was weather permitted. Both quarterbacks suffered. Pittsburgh, he was bad. Dude, so, I mean, come on, there's bad. not that many more games, Tyvis. And what's the other two I met? He uh, started the Colts game. Did he, the Colts, that's a horrible he was terrible before out. he got they hurt. ended up winning. He was, yeah, he, spite of, he, he rushed himself from injury. He shouldn't have yeah. done that. I agree with and that. And then there was the Cardinals game. He was okay. He was the, solid. The Cardinals game was, it was the, but it was the okay. Cardinals. So he had two good games against the Titans and Cardinals, two of the worst teams in the league. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I, I don't want to throw Titans in there. The Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the league. The Titans. And being a quarterback, we'll team. never see play quarterback again. The point is, <laughs> if the only argument you can make for Watson over two years is he was pretty good against. You know, Tennessee of, and a, for a half and, of Baltimore. And, and Arizona and half of Baltimore. It's not good if enough. If that's all you got, I didn't say he was terrible this year. He wasn't. He was better this year than he was last year. But he's still a long way I from do, what we expected him I to I do be. believe that is. And a, it's been three, four and years now. I've brought up the fact that injuries need to be a concern with him right. moving forward. And now. he's been first injured. Of, wait, first of all, I'm not uh, I'm not a Baker Bro or a Watson Warrior or whatever the heck these terms Okay, is. no more You're terms. just Switzerland. I am, yeah, I am no king. No one should be I'm king in a Switzerland like on things. Yeah. So I, I see things you for us. Yes. I just, I, and it's good to be there because you can just tell it like it is. When you ain't got no loyalty to no side, you just right. tell it like it is. You're right. So for me to tell it like it is with Deshaun Watson, I think – I, it's not fair. It's fair criticism to say that he wasn't great this season. It's fair, but it's also not fair because his offensive line got hurt and they were making changes and they weren't make, playing great. I, I can remember off the top of my head the, the Pittsburgh game. I promise you that man took a snap and Jed Wills just slapped the dude on let the butt and let him go let every time. Questions. And he was under duress. Let me ask so that's not fair. Let me ask you a question. The, or, Jay, you can answer this question, too. When the Bengals went to the Super Bowl three years ago, or two years ago, and when they went to the AFC Championship game last year, how good was their offensive line? They were horrible, but you know what the difference is? They had a guy by the name of Jamar Chase that I could just shoot it out there to, and something good would happen. Well, Amari, I know Amari Cooper. Don't, don't do that. I yeah, know. Yeah, don't I even, know. Don't, don't even but, say it. Fine. Don't stop it. Don't even start it. Because so that's not even true. You're saying <laughs> if he had Amari Cooper instead of Jamar Chase, he would have been as bad as Watson's been? Yes. Oh, Tyvis. Oh, come on, Tyvis. Yes. Yep. No, 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 no. Give me a break. I believe that. How I many yards that. did Chase have this year? How many yards did Amari Cooper have this year? Chase had a thousand. Well, Chase was hurt. He missed some time. Yeah. Did Cooper like miss some time, Almost 1,100. What's that? Cooper missed almost one game. How many games did Chase miss? 
Jamar Chase this season played in uh, 16 games. Oh, he had 1,216 yards. Yeah, he seconds. didn't really play. He only played for a few minutes. And you're going to say that there's that there's look. I do think there's a big difference. You don't want to say that Amari's better than I know. There's Chase. a big difference. <laughs> okay. However, he didn't want to say it. No, you're you're saying oh, if you swap Chase with Cooper, he's tra- Burrow's trash. That's what you said. I think you. In that season with an offense, when you don't have an offensive line and you need your guy to develop a route, yes, I do believe that. Yes, no, I do. I, you're, yeah. that, you go, I, I think that's to Amari Cooper. I think you go, listen. How's that, that disrespectful? Wait, hold on, you, hold on. So you telling me you comfortable saying hike and just throwing the screen out to Amari Cooper? We've done that this year. No, we didn't. The hell we haven't. No, we did not. Go back and look. We ain't yeah. never threw no screen to Amari Cooper. Two. Tyvis, Tyvis. I didn't see it. A jailbreak screen to Amari Cooper. Oh, so Chase didn't catch any deep balls. I didn't say he didn't. And we're, and we're okay. not going to argue Jamar. But what Real I'm telling you is, Real quick. you Real ain't throwing no jokes. One dude Real is really quick. fast with the ball. The other one can't. doesn't have the breakaway speed. What? Jamar Chase is way, disrespectful. Listen, Jamar, Jamar Chase is way better than Cooper. We understand that. But I think he's you went better than Cooper. I don't want to say way better. <laughs> he's, he's better. He's definitively better. He's much younger. He's just there's no you, comparison. You, say that, you, you guys are disrespecting Amari Cooper. No, we're not. We're not, Jake. How am I? No. Say he's way better. And we don't have to argue Cooper versus Chase on better versus way better. Yeah, that's – come on. Forget yeah. that. I mean, we're – I, I do think you went too far on saying Burrow would be as bad as Watson. But – Oh, my goodness. Obviously, there's no, you, there's no discussion between Chase and Cooper. There's no discussion. Go ahead. All right. Uh, people in the Sorry. chat want me to clarify. I guess you guys said Deshaun never won a playoff game. He does have one playoff game. We did. No, we never said we that. Never we never said that. that. Yeah. I just was reading something the chat said. So, we yeah. said that. I didn't no, say that. If we did it, we said it by mistake. I said he hasn't had playoff success. I'm waiting. And no. by that, I mean, look, playoff success isn't winning one game. I can't. Playoff success to me is a playoff run that goes deeper than the divisional round. I can't. I can't oh, Bull, let, they're coming at you for your tweet. They I can't your, let your this go. Your tweet information's wrong. About I, how many playoff wins since 2018? What? Oh, Sean Watson had one in 2019. Oh, okay. I had him with one, forget didn't all, I? Forget all that. I need to know what game Amari Wait Cooper a caught a screen. <laughs> I got, I got, I let's know. get to the last. Let's get to I the last know, question. Wait a second. No, I'm being slandered he here, and I think I got it right. Screen? Yeah, he has. He has caught screens. He's not a screen receiver. <laughs> not a screen receiver, but he's caught screens. Put up oh. my tweet, guys, no, no, that well, I put out last night. Every catch he made we're, was downfield. Yes. Here downfield. is my tweet, by the well, way. We're talking about two different things. You no, know what no, a screen hold on. is. Here's my tweet. You know Get the camera on it. Look at oh, you can't see it. Bull, Mike's graphic I, is wrong. My tweet. Right. So what happened yeah. was in, in my print, tweet was correct. Bull wanted to see his tweet. Right. What we did was a recreation of Bull's tweet, and, and we made a mistake. That bad, was a mistake by them. I had Deshaun Watson Good job one playoff by Bull. win on bad my tweet. Bad job out of you. Bad yes. job out of me. Also, yeah. that's why I don't trust Tagboard anymore, so Tagboard fix your Tagboard is full of shit. Today. That's what happened. Tagboard's uh, terrible. Okay, last question, and we will wrap up here, guys. Yeah. We asked Mary Kay. We're going to go through that same list. Which of the veterans who are going to be free agents this summer do you think the Browns need to bring back, and which one should they let walk? I put these guys into two different lists. Uh, just randomly named 176. If you go right to 176, we'll go down the order in which they are listed. But Darius Smith is up first. Darius Smith, bring him back. No, let him walk. <laughs> let him go. Let him go. <laughs> Had moments. This is what I tell you. Had moments, but they were too brief. It's, too, it too is. Few. It he he. Whatever it costs, it's not worth it because Alex that's Wright right. played well. And Alex Wright and, developed, and, and that's part of my. Yeah. And you got Ogbo. He played well too. Yeah, I don't. Yes. I don't need Zadarius. Smith is gone. Kareem Hunt. No. Yes. No. Absolutely. Nope. 
Every team needs a battering ram. The, the 11 touchdowns, or how many touchdowns did he have in total coming nah. to the playoff game? With the playoffs, nah. 11. And oh. how many games did he play in? All of them. Did he miss No, it? he didn't uh, play he the first two. because he didn't play the oh, first two. So he played 15 16. regular season games. I, I am keeping a guy that's averaging almost a touchdown a game. It's a tricky spot. For me, I'm keeping I, I think it's a tricky spot. Nope. One if, yard. Nick Chubb can get one yard on right. the goal line. If Nick, if Nick Chubb Nick is Chubb. back, yes. if Nick Chubb is back, in the end, i got to let Kareem Hunt go because I can only keep three backs. And I just can't afford to pay Kareem. He's going to want more money. Nobody's going to pay him any significant money. I don't know what he's going to get. I think Kareem Hunt could be on the scrap heap again. Nobody's, gonna, he, nobody's making him a starter. He's not a starter in the league anymore. He, he's good at that role, but if I have Nick Chubb, I don't need him in that role. I'd let him go. If Nick Chubb's not coming back and I'm going with a younger back, then I'd bring him back. I agree my, with the, I agree. My 1B. I, yes. I just want him because he runs hard. He gets the difficult yards. So does Nick. Every team needs a guy like that. So does Nick. And the old Nick did. I, the big unknown is, what is Nick going you to be? You just sat here and said you trust him. I, I do trust him. All right, but I also <laughs> sat here and said his ceiling isn't going to be as high. So I don't know what he's going to look like in those situations. And because of that, I want to bring him back. Look, they made a mistake in letting him go the first time. They made it good because no one else picked him up. If you were to ask the Browns this year, were you happy with the production Kareem Hunt gave you for the price tag he had, I am telling you they're going to say they were cheap. And then they didn't make a mistake because they got him for no money. Well, no, no, what I'm saying is when they, when they let him go, it could have been a mistake if someone else grabbed him. It could have been. They made it good because no one did. And it was only week two. And they were able to get him back. Nobody, into the I don't think this team's banging down his door again this year either. But we'll see. I don't either. And, yeah. and that is partly not because of him. It's because of the position. Yeah, right. Like he has to come to the mindset, man, I'm just working for less money now because he's of a limited my position. Player. He's good he's at that one aspect. Yeah. And he's, I think he's above average at that one Definitely, aspect. Definitely. I agree Which is with why that. I like him yes. and I bring him back. Next up, Corey Bjorkes, who had a yes. pretty successful Definitely. season. Yes. Yes. Didn't, yeah. didn't punt yes. well after the injury. Yeah. Mary Kay pointed that out. Was not yeah. great in the playoff game. No, he's terrible. He had moments this year where, he, to me, he looked like the best punter in the NFL. Yeah, when he's healthy, he's and good. And his one weakness, I think he worked at. His directional Got kicking. Got better at it. And being able to backspin the ball. And, and all so those, I, all those, all that nonsense about him not being good at holding, that was proven untrue this pure, year. Pure, pure fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, We're we all in agreement that. on yeah. Bohorkis. Next up, Tyvis, uh, safety, your position. Rodney McLeod. I'm out. Yeah. No. I'm out, too. No. <laughs> I was curious to see what you were going to say. I thought you'd say no. bring him back. Yeah, no. No. I'm out on him. No. But although I think Hickman took a step back for me in the playoff game, I, I my opinion of him came down a little bit, and part of the reason you can move on from McLeod was that I thought Hickman was a hit. They got him as a free agent, and I think because of that, they're going to keep him, and McLeod, I think, is expendable. Well, well a bad game from an undrafted rookie, I'm I'll not going to hold it against him even, even forever. This, the, him going down show, what I did like about him in the room is that he brought that Super Bowl experience. He's a veteran. He knew Jim Schwartz's defense. Right. He spent this year teaching that right. to the younger yeah. guys. Yeah. De- De'Anthony Bell is a good player, and Ronnie Hickman, Hickman is a good player. player. You so know what I wanted to ask you, and we'll good. do it. I don't want to go too deep into it, but how much did it play into the fact that C.J. Stroud beat him the way he did? That he saw him in practice every day. He knows so, his tendencies. So the funny part you've of, had that experience. The funny part about that is CJ Stroud actually saved him by overthrowing the ball. I know he did another time. I can't believe because he beat him on that one. Uh, and cover two. Why? I know I couldn't believe it. Put it in cover two. And he overthrew him. I said, you do you know what that CJ just yeah. lo- he loved you because he that was a touchdown. It was funny. There were three players involved in that play. 
Two were Buckeyes. One was a Michigan guy. The Michigan guy was the only one that did his job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what right. about the linebackers? We got a twofer here. Taki Taki and Anthony Walker. Taki Taki, yes. Anthony Walker, no. I'm with you on that. And I'm going to miss his leadership wait on defense. Minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Because me and AWOL go back to the Colts days. Hey, Walk, you gotta get healthy, man. Like, <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, like what, that's the only reason, he's though. Been hurt yeah. so like, much. You, I don't. When you're in there, you're good and you bring great leadership. But he's you out. know the you know you can't make the club if you're in the tub. Like but that's see, just and what Taki, it is. Taki's better at that position anyway. He's gotten better. He's I gotten this year, better. This year he took a step forward. Not that JOK took a leap forward. <laughs> yeah. Taki Taki to me took. Let's a step go with forward. Taki Taki JOK and then bringing in a young guy. I, I agree. You know, I agree. We have three defensive tackles who are all set to become free agents. They were yep. rotation pieces, Mo Hurst, Shelby Harris, and Jordan Elliott. Well, this ain't fair because me and Shelby go back to Denver days. So shout cut out the personal to, shout out to Shelby. Belichick cut a guy on Christmas. <laughs> he did. I'd cut that. everybody on that list except for uh, Elliott. Not cut. They're all free agents. Elliot. Except for Elliot. I bring him you. back. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I bring Elliot. We're, we've agreed on everybody. Except for Hunt. The Hunt, yeah, yeah. Except Baker I, I, Mayfield. I bring yeah, – well, <laughs> we have both decided that we'll never agree on that. Yeah. Elliot, I bring back the other two. Bye-bye. Tyvis, the same boat? Well, I don't – well, Mo Hurst was really good. See, Shelby brings in a thing with the with the PBUs that nobody else does, and that's very valuable. However, is that something that I'm willing to pay for? Probably not. No. I would keep those two in my back pocket, and if something happens later on the season – and they're still available, I would love to bring right. them back. Okay. If, we're the, if we're in training if camp at, if, yeah. and those guys are still available and I want one more guy, yeah, yeah I'll sign yeah. him for league minimum or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm, none of those are priority. I don't think yeah. anybody's going to be beating the door down for either of those. No, Hurst. Well, Maybe Mo well, Hurst. But the he's problem coming is off he's of always hurt. I know. He's, off that I know. he's always hurt that guy. Yeah. Can I make a counterpoint real quick? Sure. So the Browns' rotation of defensive tackles this year was Dalvin Tomlinson, Elliott, Harris and Hurst when he was healthy. Right. So three of the four on the on the block now. The one thing Harris has, which I think is is, what's the Mastercard slogan like? Something's priceless. Yeah. He he doesn't miss time ever. Like he's and been the is, most durable is, defensive tackle. That's a fair ever. point. And you know a, what? You may be talking me into Shelby Harris as between a third that DT. and Tyvis's point about the PBUs. I'm back in on Shelby Harris. Let's go, in, Shelby. That's the quickest flip flop I've ever seen. I'm in on Shelby. But I just think I, as a I third defensive tackle, fourth defensive tackle, having a guy who you know is solid, not great, but solid, yeah. and is always yeah. there, and a veteran who point. the teammates seem to like. I, I think I would take. A oh hell with it! I'm into. Let's go. Flip and and. I think for me, I, I had considered the past breakups, but for me, yeah. the availability. That's is a big, big one. I'll sick. tell you, here's why I'm, I'm, I'm more willing to wash my hands <laughs> with some of these guys who looked better this year. Everybody looked better this year in it's the defense. It's the Jim yeah. Schwartz effect. I yep. trust Jim we Schwartz. We can get other veteran Go guys. Go get another couple of dudes. <laughs> right, right, right. Go get another couple There'll of guys. There'll be other guys like that. Yeah. And last but not least, and we kind of touched on Joe Flacco no. earlier, but Tyvis, coaching's not an option in this scenario. Nope. This is to be a backup quarterback or QB3 or yeah, if you want to make I'm, a starter. I'm out. Flacco, nope. Even yes though no. he's the best. <laughs> no. Nope. It's crazy because he's the best choice. He's the best player that they could have as their quarterback too. But who knows if he even wants to play. Maybe this was it for him. Maybe I, he doesn't want to do it anymore. I do have conversations with him. And if he's, if he's open to some of the things that I would need him to be open to, I bring him back. The one thing I will say, and I love Jason. Everybody knows that. It's a loser's mentality to say, 
Oh, I'm afraid to bring this guy back because he might upset some of our princesses. Well, that's a loser's mentality. I, I, I get what you're saying, and I have always felt that way. But the one fair part of it is he crashed and burned if, right before. I no, 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 not not even moment. Not even that time. How did he look in the first half? No, no, no. Oh, so so yeah. so now you're in on Deshaun then. Can we have Joe's first half and then Deshaun? So you're in on Deshaun. That's what I need to do. No, guys, since we're doing that, <laughs> I want Flack. I want Flacco back. Here's the problem: it's not Deshaun won't like him or whatever. Ultimately, the problem is there are, and this this can create. You say, "Well, don't be a loser about it." And I agree on no, some I'm not level. Saying, I'm not calling Jason a loser. No, 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 they will divide your life. I'm just saying to me, a loser's mentality is: do we want to bring him back? Because it might upset some other players. He's not a disruptive force right. in the in fact, no. he, we saw he was a unifier. But guys rallied around him. Right, but if, if they don't play well, okay. If if Watson doesn't play well, right, and the locker room is divided on who should be the quarterback, right. that could cause a problem. That is the case in every one of the thirty two NFL cities, except for maybe four or five places. And here's the thing nah, about that. It's bull. more than that. You're right. It's here's in the some thing places. about that. You got, not would, four or five. Would, this, guys, would that happen in there Cincinnati? Were Cowboy fans <laughs> screaming to get to bench Dak during the playoff game. What about screaming to bench him? What about Cincinnati? Dak is the top five or six quarterback. What about Cincinnati next year? What, what, what about him? They got Jake Browning and Joe Burrow. So but, Joe, but here's, if Joe if, don't play well, if Joe not comes a single, out and he's one and four and he's got three touchdowns and nine picks, what they say? there will be fans in Cincinnati saying, right. let's see. No, 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 not, not fans. Yeah, it's players. not about fans. It's about players. players. There will be some players that are no. looking around going, how long there's are we going to ride this There's yet? not a single player on the Bengals that would ever think bold, you'd want to start taking And maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. you're right. But here's the point I really need to make. Yes. The fact that you won't be the – as here's what the Browns owe the fans, okay? Yeah. You have to be as good at every position as you possibly can. So tell me who's the better backup quarterback they're going to bring in here. Between who? Anybody. Give me a name. Who's going to be a better backup here than Joe Flacco? Jake Browning. He's not a free agent. He's not available. Dang. I know. Jacoby Brissett. And you know what? I I wouldn't take either of those guys. I wouldn't. Here's the thing. He's going to give you those moments. I understand that. If, and we don't want to play this game because it might come true, but you, if you learn nothing else from this year, you better have a good plan I B. Would, by the way, it's not an option, but if I were the Browns, I would take Browning over Flacco with, because well, of course, he's done. I would, listen, I would yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, that's well, you, thought you said you wouldn't take him. That's no, what, yeah, first of all, I, I can't take him. Right. But it, it, all things equal, I'd be dumb not to take Jake Browning. Jake Browning has looked at times as good, if not better, than Joe Flacco looked and at his And he's younger, best. and he's a lot and younger. he's younger. Yeah. But, uh, by the way, the experiencing for me – I heard general managers I saying know. that Joe Flacco still throws the prettiest ball in the NFL. Yeah. I got a backup that you would take. Who? Baker Mayfield. Well, he's not going to be a backup. He's not going to be a backup. So Why not? not? He's a free agent this year. Oh, so he's going to sign somewhere he's as a backup after someone. taking a team to the final eight? Even I know he's going to start for someone. He's got to be a starter. He's an, he's an option is what I'm saying. That was mean, Ty. But, but here's the thing, Ty. I, I really think that what I'm trying to do as a team, I, I thought about this the other day. My two favorite teams in all the world are 0 and 116 in my lifetime on delivering the one thing that every fan wants most. Championship. 0 and 16. The Guardians, Indians, and the Browns. So you're not counting the Cavs? So, no, because they're not my... They're, they're not at that my level? My third favorite team is Ohio State football and then the Cavs. And right, both so you of got them, Ohio State. Both well, of them have yep. given me championships. But my two you. favorite teams, 
are 0 and 116. So here's what I'm demanding as a fan. You better get better. You have to do better. And not just for me. This city deserves better. By the way, this what are you counting from? Better. The year you were born? Yes. Or the year you could recognize yes, what you were watching? I became a fan of baseball at five and a football at six. Okay. So if you want to add that and take the three years out that the Browns I'm didn't I'm trying exist, to figure out my years. 0 and 100. Because I'm one out of <laughs> right, You saw whatever. them with the Bengals. Yeah. And the one Cubs. with the Cubs. No, no Bengals. You never saw them Bengals. Bengals but two. here's, here's yeah. my thing. As fans, we yeah. have to demand better from our owners. That's right. We have to demand better. And I am demanding better. And this would not be an acceptable move. You know, even though he galvanized the team, and even though he's the best available at that position, QB2, we're going to get rid of him because there might be some feathers ruffled. No. It's a fair point. No. Let's leave it there, though, because we got to go. Yeah, I don't know why we have to go. but I This guess was an extended. I, got, I, I, I was going to told Mike I had to oh, go. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. has to run. Appreciate y'all for sticking around. See ya. Back tomorrow. Oh, and wait. wait, 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 wait the thing is, we're going away. I got to apologize to Bull. I was disrespectful. No, no, no. It's all right. I'm apologizing. I got to accept it. I was disrespectful. I accept it. You're a friend of mine. I accept I, it. It's all good. I was good. wrong. See ya. And I'm sorry. It's okay. Love Thanks, you. Guys. I, I appreciate it. I accept okay. your apology. I, I, it's so, all good. I can disagree, but I cannot be disrespectful. I, I, so, and I'm embarrassed that, that I was. It's all good. You got to be the Kevin Stefanski. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.